Kevin Melody, it is Monday, January 17th. It's a little bit, uh, excuse me, that's not late. No, it's not late. It's on time. If you're on the other side of the world, I get that it's late and you'll enjoy it on Tuesday. But for now, happy Monday. It is still Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, um, MLK Day. Um, the, the Hopefully, the, you know. You're all enjoying it and, and remembering what the day is for. Um, I'm I I did have the day off, but I but I've been just running around doing a bunch of shit in preparation for next week. I am or for this week. It was next week, last week, but it's this week. This week, uh, I'm going to New Orleans, and I'm very excited about this. Uh, my fiance's uh, friend is getting married, and she's a good friend of ours, and we're excited and you know happy to go. Uh, over there for this and uh, I thought for a while I thought it wouldn't happen because of the Omicron and the <sighs> blizzards and tsunamis and uh, fucking I don't know I it's weird it, 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 everything's weird right like you you never know what's the new rules mask rules COVID rules vax rules it, it's just very confusing so I was like are we sure this is happening you know like but we obviously have tickets so we're going <laughs> But it's just funny, like, um, I think even the the groom or something got COVID, like, a week ago. He's fine now, but um, it's just weird shit like that. It's just an odd time right now where we're, like, all going through the flu, Rona, and the corona, and the virus, and the this, that, and the third. And it's just, it's an interesting time to travel, but I'm fucking excited. (laughs) I'm excited to go. Um, I've never been to New Orleans. I posted something on Instagram earlier uh, asking for your advice, but if you guys have any tips or tricks or places you like to eat in New Orleans, email them to the unfunny Kevin show at gmail.com and I'll give them a look over. Um, yeah, I'm excited. You know, um, I'll be, uh, while I'm out there, I'll have a couple, I think I'll have two days or a day and a half to myself. So I'm going to explore and fucking visit places on foot and maybe try to see some comedy and, um, if there's an open mic that'll have me maybe go do some comedy there, that'd be kind of fun, but, um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. And, uh, flying Delta. The last time I was on a plane was awful. It was so awful. Was so funny. It wasn't, it wasn't awful. Like, because the flight was bad, but I was basically, I was like, I don't know. I think I was like 19 or 18 and my, it's been a while, you know, and my father, um, oh, he was cheating on my mom. And, <laughs> and I didn't know he was cheating on my mom. I knew they were getting divorced and they were like, the, something, something weird happened when my dad was like, we're going to Vegas. And I was like, what? He's like, we're going to Vegas. And I was like, we're going to Vegas. Like, why? You know, my mom's like, well, we got like a timeshare thing and we have an obligation and we're going to take her grandma. It'll be like a good last vacation. I'm like, last vacation. She's like, well, we're also losing our house and getting a divorce. And I was like, what the fuck is, what's going on? It's like, yeah, and it's around your graduation. So uh, sorry, you know, but that'll be fun, right? You'll be doing stuff while you graduate. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So I immediately went into like a bit of a spiral um, before the trip. And it was only a fucking like half hour flight to Vegas from LA. But um, before the flight, my father was passed out drunk uh, and I uh, went to wake him up. My mom's like, please wake him up. I don't want to wake him up. I was like, all right. So I went to wake up my dad 
who was passed out in his sound studio, which was built in our home uh, for him to work out of. But it devolved into like a, a den where he just got drunk and me and my friends would smoke hookah. Um, <laughs> and I went in there and his phone was like vibrating off the hook. And it was this woman. I didn't know who it was, but it was some woman. And um, she was texting him. I'll never forget it. Blackberry 88. Uh, 8310 you can look it up as like a gray blackberry and i'm using the trackpad that great trackpad with the scrolly ball and i'm like scrolling through what is my at that time 50 now 45 year old father i think um just sexting some other woman and i was just like well he's already passed out so i could like put the pillow over his head and murder him and then i'll just go to vegas with my mom i couldn't do that you know i'd go to jail and so, you know, it's, either way I cut it up it just wasn't a good move um, <laughs> so I then proceeded to bite my tongue and board this plane with the people I love obviously like my mother my sister my grandmother um, and my dad and I boarded a plane um, with that knowledge and not being able to do anything about it and then I got like 103 fever uh, mid air and then when they landed they rushed me to get like fucking Tylenol. We we got a suite at like the Bellagio and I was in bed for five days. I was bedridden and I essentially caught something either in air or I, I was just so um, physiologically reacting to that news and wanting to murder my father and then having to sit next to him on the plane. Um, and he was drunk and every night, I mean, he was in Vegas, right? So he's got to cut loose. So he was, he was blackout drunk like every fucking night and this one night in particular, this is me just trauma dumping. So you guys can fast forward if you want. Um, and I just remember one night I had like a hundred degree fever, 100, 101 degree fever. I'm laying in this fucking suite alone. My sister's sleeping with my mom, my grandma in this bed. My dad comes in blackout drunk and he's like, you're a fucking cunt to my mom or something like that. And I was staring at my sister. I could barely open my eyes cause I was so sick and I could see her little eyes open and I started bawling my fists, like, but I couldn't move. Like, I, I wanted to get up to do something, and I couldn't. And it was a, a horrifying experience. And I got back on a plane, and going home, there was nothing wrong. But, boy, that flight, and I, I, I had stress-induced GERD, so I was just like, I couldn't really breathe. My esophagus was on fire. It was like a It was a nightmare for, like, such a dumb, easy flight. <laughs> But before that, I I love planes. I've been on planes a million times. So I'm excited to go to New Orleans. I've always wanted to go, kind of, you know. Um, growing up, I used to listen to Lil Wayne, and Lil Wayne fucking loves New Orleans. You know, it's, it's fucking his hood. So I'm excited to do that, too. You know, there's lots of history. Louis Armstrong Airport, fucking everybody says, you got to have a beignet, and you got to do this and that. Like, I don't really, I want to do more of, like, an Anthony Bourdain, you know. I want to go somewhere that, like, serves beignets but like they're they also do like a seance and they have like shrunken like white settler heads in jars and like just shit like i want to i want a voodoo doll i want to like i want to do the anthony bourdain like i want to eat alligator but like not sausage i want to eat gator eyes and like full gator over a fire pit in some fucking rednecks backyard um so I don't know. There's, there's. I'm excited. I might. My hopes are high um, for the trip, but you know, rest assured, I'll be reporting on it here next week. <laughs> Lots of exciting stuff.
uh, in that world. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to go to New Orleans, and they've got a New Orleans, a New Orleans, New Orleans, Creole, um, all the accents and all the great food and the culture and stuff. It'll be fun. I'm, I, I am actually like for real, for real excited to do it. Um, that being said, last week uh, was a crazy one uh, as far as like just my life in general. I'm working on. Um, trying to do a bunch of comedy shit this year and it's panning out to look pretty promising um if you're a comic that listens to the show uh hit me up on instagram uh unfunny kev or send me an email because i have an offer for you um you know i'm inspired a lot Uh, let me let me take it back like comedy comedy to me has always been this nice space. It's a nice space to like stretch your arms, let your hair down, have some fun, and also like deal with real shit, you know? And it's oddly enough, I feel like right now, especially with COVID and all that stuff, it's been rough for a lot of folks, especially comics. And right now in in Los Angeles, I'll, I'll, let me give you a little inside scoop. So if you, if you ever wanted to be a comedian and be a comedian in Los Angeles, there's a couple of ways to do it. So there's lots of comedy clubs that have like a weekly open night or open mic night, right? Now you go to the open mic night, uh, you do three minutes. Some people let you do five. I've been to some where there's eight and that's a whole other ball game, but, uh, you go do your bit or your act or whatever. And then like, if they think you're good or you, you know, some, some of them run a contest. Like I got stage time through a contest um years ago when i was doing stand-up um and they're nice like but some of them are a little bit not predatory but there's an exchange they're very transactional so it's like oh you want five minutes you got to give us five bucks right and so comics who are normally mentally ill and fucking don't have jobs are being asked to like pay to like perform and like i get it it's a business like you got to keep the lights on and stuff but I think what would be cool is if I put something together where obviously, you know, if you're open micing, you know, you want to come try comedy, it'll be cheap, you know, like five bucks for five minutes or whatever, or 10 bucks and you get to see a show. Um, but I want to put something together where I have comics that I know, or maybe I don't know, I'll take referrals and I can pay them a percentage of the door for performing that way you have a place that's local where you're always getting a paid gig but you also are encouraged to bring people and everybody gets exposure off one another and everybody brings new people into the fold and we get to have like new people doing mics and it's a cool culture thing. Like I want a culture, maybe with like music and like we'll have drinks. It'll be like fun, you know? So I've been working on that um, with my buddy, Mark, shout out to him. Um, listen, if you need to take a break, right? Like I've done a lot of trauma dumping on you today. It's the name of the episode, trauma dump. I fucking hate that terminology, but it's new and it's used and it's modern. Uh, Lucy J CBD pre-rolls. Listen at Lucy J CBD. If you're trying to chill and relax after a long day, Lucy J CBD pre-rolls are the best bet. There's no other fucking version. They are number one in my world and in this world. The CBD version of Lucy J is not intoxicating, but most people do report a sense of well-being and uplifting mood from the CBD flower in the pre-roll. There is a calming effect from the CBD and the terpenes in the premium hemp flower. Follow at Instagram and Facebook, Lucy J CBD. Tell them the Unfunny Kevin Show sent you and see what they say. They might say, congrats, we love him. Here's something special. Um, also, the e-commerce is up, LucyJCBD.com for your gummies, for your joints, right to your door. Lucy J C B D. 
Um, anyway, exciting stuff in comedy. Definitely working on that show. Um, that my buddy Mark, who does Not Another Monday podcast, you've heard him here before. I did a whole interview with him on this show. He wants to do like some bonus content shit for his show that I might help him with. It might even be like a visual thing so you guys can watch me on Twitch with him. I don't know. There's a bunch of different things in the works, but that's exciting. So shout out to at Lark Me on Instagram, Mark Lee, my buddy. Um, so lots of good like comedy shit cooking. And then on top of all of that, tapped in, we're looking, like I said, uh, maybe putting some kind of Patreon together after episode 100 and we're rapidly approaching episode 100 which is crazy to think about um and last week i talked to a kid who was like 14 from florida and uh like an r&b singer and he's like a little grown man it's crazy like young talent freaks me out like i was listening to his music and i didn't know his age and i was like wow this kid's spitting like he's speaking to my soul and then i find out he's 14 and he was like I'm, I, it's crazy it's just so it's so interesting to see how talented uh, Americans are. We have a lot of crazy, talented Americans. It's nuts. It's really interesting. Um, now, I hope you guys had a good week, and I'm not rambling on about um, all of my insane thoughts. Um, I, I, I'm also looking forward. So, obviously, you know, New Orleans and all that stuff is very exciting but the following week i'm going to another wedding um and this is going to be in san diego so if you have san diego recommendations especially comedy spots we have listeners in san diego i've seen them i've seen them i get the monthly report i've seen you know and i i know some buddies that live there so you know if you got recommendations for san diego i'm fucking all ears i'm all game let me know as far as food uh, shows, comedy, uh, music, whatever. Cause I'll be there. I think for the weekend, if not Friday and Saturday, and I think I'm only doing the wedding like half of one day. So that'll be interesting. But I have, I went to San Diego for new year's last year and it was really fun. It's just a, it's a good vibe. Everybody's like surfing and everybody's fucking, nobody really cares about COVID and Everybody's like, for the most part, attractive. I mean, there are some fucking half a lumps and uh, monstrously sized folks everywhere you go. But but you know, for the most part, it's a it's a nice little you know beach community. So I'm excited. I'm excited to go there too. So if you guys got recommendations for that, go ahead and email the unfunny Kevin Show at gmail com or just let me know on uh, unfunny Kev on Instagram. Um, yeah. So uh, other fun you know updates from my world. I've been really seriously thinking a lot about this like car ride I had um, with my girlfriend or my fiance. (laughs) Um, We were driving like maybe two or three weeks ago. And let me actually, let me give you more context. So my dad, like when I was growing up, my dad uh, would often, he was like, he would always control the music in the house. So it would be like, I'll give you an example. He'd play like uh, a lot of shit from the fifties. Like I'd hear a lot of like Sam cook, like, you know, sixties, fifties. I hear sometimes I'd hear um, uh, he would play uh, who else would he play? Sam cook. I'd hear like uh, the pretenders. I'd hear um, Jackson five. I'd hear a lot of fucking uh, sometimes we'd get BGs depending on how drunk he was. 
Sometimes I'd get meatloaf also, depending on how drunk he was. Sometimes I'd get kiss depending on how drunk he was, but I would never get like country music. Like my dad never, like I remember when I was a kid, I asked my, my dad was like country music. That's for fucking rednecks. And we just would crack up and he'd be like, that's for fucking hillbill. That's country music's for like cousin fuckers. Like, I don't know if it's like an East coast thing. He also like worked with rappers in the early nineties. So he's just like a, an enigma. He's like his own Island of like, uh, east coasty dudes um and i just never had exposure to like a shania twain or like a tim mcgraw or all of these like you know if, uh, i forgot what toby keith i never never did about my, my grandparents on my my so my dad's folks they listen to like frankie valley and uh the fuck four tops and they listen to uh frank sinatra and they listen to dean martin and they listen to fucking sammy davis jr they they never would ever i never once heard like any country music in my house ever and so that's the context right and then my mom like she she liked music but like i mean we listen to like persian music you know so i'd listen to like a lot of like just iranian artists that immigrated to america and made like dance music you know so i i never listen to like a single country song ever not once i never listened to it once now my fiance you know she loves me she she loves all my music i i, I love everything i love rap i love that music from the 50s the 60s the 70s the 80s the 90s i love rock i love metal i, I i'm an eclectic motherfucker but i've never ever like i guess johnny cash my dad would play patsy klein that you know but that was about it. Like there was never, like, I guess she was like kind of like a cowgirl, but she wasn't really, and she died young. I, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, back to the main point of my argument here. I never knew like what a country song is or was. And um, I got to tell you, so my, <laughs> my fiance and I were driving and she was like, hey, I'm going to take over the, ra the radio. And she was like, you know, I've never, she's like, I haven't listened to uh those good old 90 countries hits in a while. And I was like, are we really getting married? What did you just say? Like, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, no, like when I was a kid, I'd listen to it a lot. And her parents aren't like fucking, you know, toothless cowboy cowboys or I don't know. I had this horrible cause of my dad. Maybe I just had this huge bias towards it. Like I always thought, let me tell you what I thought. I thought country music, like, like a Tim McGraw song. Like I thought it would be like, you're a grand old flag. You're a high flying flag, and forever in peace, my wife. Like I thought, that's what it, I thought. Like I thought, country songs are like the national anthem. Like I was like, and the rockets red glare, or 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 like my cousin shot a gator in the park. My cousin shot a gator in the park. Yeehaw. Like, that's what I thought it was. I thought that's what it's supposed to be. I had no fucking idea that it's like raunchy. Some of the songs, like, I don't know. It was like, like, there's this one called like Red Rag Top or something by Tim McGraw. And it was like about abortion. It was like that lovely night. We made a choice. Boom, 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 boom. And then I listened to your voice. Boom, 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 boom. We were in the red rag top. That means like having rowdy, rough sex in a car. And then we made a choice. Boom, 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 boom. 
and God cried. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck was that? And she's like, you know, it's Tim McGraw's really progressive actually for his time. And then I'm like, no. And then she plays another song and it's like literally, I'm a native Indian. Like this like crazy racist, like Native American, like, and the red man stole the land. I'm like, holy fuck. He went from like super progressive to like, I'm a Cherokee, hear me roar. Like, it was the craziest fucking car ride of my life. It was the craziest car ride, like, I've ever been in. Like, and, and it's like, I'm like, all of country music, like, drinking and fucking and abortion and then engines. Like, it's like all this, like, weird race. Dude, it was the most overwhelming. I was like, I thought rap would come off kind of rough and tough. Like, Dude, if you listen to those songs, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to find the names and just post them on Instagram so you guys can listen to them. It was insane. Like, it was the craziest singular experience. I had no idea that country music is that. It was in fucking sane. Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Um, I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you enjoy the show. If you enjoy the show, leave us five stars in the Apple Podcast Store and write a comment or review. We'd really appreciate it. If you listen to us on Spotify, leave us five stars there as well. Please continue to support the show by sending us uh, emails and all that stuff, theunfunnykevinshow at gmail.com. Follow us, uh, unfunnykev, on Instagram. uh, Unfunnykevin.com is where we have every single show. Uh, you can share it with your friends, your relatives, your QAnon group, your Antifa circle, and have a great and fun week without me. And I will talk to you next Monday. Uh, appreciate you guys listening every week. And um, just take care. I'm going atomically. Socrates, philosophies, and hypotheses. Can't define how I be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battles guard, showgun. Explosion when my pen hits. Tremendous. Ultra violet shine blind forensics. I inspect view through the future. See millennium. Killer bees sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the matches with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. Black woo jackets, queen bees, ease the gutsin'. Bumbling with patrolmen, tear gas, lace the function. Heads by the score, take flight inside a war. Ticks hit the floor, die hard fans demand more. Behold the bold soldier, control the globe slowly. Proceeds the blow, swing